It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Well, Leslie, Americans love remodeling home sweet home. Do you know it's a $150 billion a year industry? But are you remodeling to pump up your resale price or to settle in for the long term? Well, before you shell out several thousand bucks, plan accordingly. Read our guidelines for making your remodeling project pay off when you hit MoneyPit.com. Just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 Money Pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement question. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four, or head on over to our website at moneypit.com and join the online conversation. Coming up this hour, do you want to save energy dollars from leaking right out of your refrigerator door? Well, just put a dollar in the door. Seriously, we've got some quick trick of the trades to teach you how to make sure your fridge is running efficiently, and it only takes a buck and a couple of seconds. We'll have that coming up. And also ahead this hour, you know, you might not be using your deck much if you live in the cooler climates of the United States, but that wood deck still needs you. We're going to give you step-by-step deck checkup tips to make sure it survives this winter and it's ready to go next spring. Plus, are you bothered by breathing in toxic fumes every time you clean your bathroom? Well, we've got an easy and a natural way to polish that chrome and that tile that won't leave you gasping for air. And also this hour, we're giving away a Whopper prize that's going to get you through those chilly winter months in cozy comfort. It's the new Eco Model Riker Room Conditioner. It is worth, get this, 359 bucks. This is a major prize. It's a ceiling fan, and it actually heats also. It's very cool. So pick up the phone right now and call us at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Leslie, who's first? Joanne in South Carolina's got a fireplace problem. What can we help you with? Yes, and we just uh, remodeled our home and took out a glass front um, fire fireplace screen, and we have a lot of humidity over here. So I'm trying to figure out how I can keep the humidity out um, besides just the damper. We don't want to do anything permanent because someday we may want to sell the house. Well, I don't think that your fireplace is the source of your humidity problem if you live in South Carolina. Um, (laughs) You know, the heat's going to be going up the chimney, not uh, down. If you're trying to reduce humidity, there's a whole bunch of other things that you should be thinking about doing, starting on the outside of the house, making sure that your gutter system is there, it's functional, it's discharging water away from the house, making sure the soil slopes away from the walls. These are ways to manage the water from the outside. Did you have a forced air system? We have a, a, a heat pump. 
Okay, and then you're going to have a forced air duct system if you have a heat pump. A good right. thing to add on to that is something called a whole home dehumidifier. Uh, there is one made by April Air that's excellent. They're one of the sponsors of this show. They're a terrific company that um, makes a product that takes out 90 pints of water a day. And it doesn't ever need any emptying, so it's consistently pulling the water out from where it needs to be. And you can adjust it in different ways to kick on in different zones, particularly rooms below grade more often than in the rest of the house, but it's continually pulling the moisture. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Ruth from New York, what's going on at your Money Pit? Well, I have a little problem with my tile on my floor. I have them down about 20 years and they are beginning to lift up in some places. Now, I am not really planning on staying here much longer, and I would like to protect anyone from falling over them. Meanwhile, how can I get them to stay down? I had them repaired twice already, and it cost me quite a bit of money. I would like to be able to do something with it myself. Is there anything that you know of that I could do? Is the entire tile popping up, or are you just seeing it sort of protruding in a corner? Does it seem no, like... So, just some of them are coming up in the corners. Are they ceramic tiles or vinyl tiles? I'm sorry. Vinyl. Vinyl. You know, vinyl tiles um, don't have a lot of adhesive on the back of them, and if uh, the underside gets a bit dirty or if there's moisture that gets in there, it is certainly going to pop up. When you repair them, are you using a tile cement? Are you using a vinyl cement, or what kind of adhesive are you using? I didn't repair them myself. The place that I bought them in came in and repaired them Mm -hmm. with professional uh, Mm, glue or something. Yeah. Uh, You know, it sounds like there is uh, some reason that they are not sticking. Now, whether that's dirt, whether that's moisture, whether it's an uneven floor, if it's cleaned up correctly and the right kind of cement is used, the right kind of vinyl tile adhesive is used, uh, that should definitely not be happening to you. But he wants about $500 to repair it. Uh, definitely not worth $500 to repair a vinyl floor. You could put that money towards a, a new floor and uh, get a lot more value out of it. Is there anything I could do just to keep it down now for a few, a few more months? You know, I don't think you need to have a pro come in to do this. You could go to the hardware store and pick up some vinyl tile adhesive. Are these vinyl tiles intact? The whole thing's coming up? Yeah, the corners mostly. Well, but, but is the whole tile separating as well, or is it just the corner? Well, they're separating from each other. Okay, but the tile's loose, so you can lift it and get glue underneath oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so here's what you should do. Lift up the tile. Make sure you clean it as much as you possibly can. Get it very, very dry. Then get a trowel. Put on some vinyl tile adhesive. Press it down into place and weight it with something so it's heavy mm. and it sticks. Uh-huh. And then you're going to have to wait probably 24 hours, and that ought to do a good job of making sure it doesn't come up again. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, the holidays are right around the corner, and we here at Team Money Pit can help you get yourself and your house in shape for the holiday season. So give us a call right now with your home repair or your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, even though you're not using it as much, now is not the time to ignore your deck. Find out how to check your deck for damage so you can get the most out of it next spring after this. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. 
You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the Stud Sensor i60 just for becoming a member. You will save money with your membership. We guarantee it. Call 1-866-REAL-HOME. That's 1-866-REAL-HOME. It's a no-brainer. But you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members, so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. Hi, I'm Leslie Segretti. And I'm Tom Kreitler with some great holiday gift ideas for the do-it-yourselfer on your holiday shopping list. You know, the Home Depot gift card is the perfect gift for just about anyone. It inspires recipients to start home projects, and 9 out of 10 homeowners already shop at the Home Depot. Gift cards are available from $5 to $5,000. And how about this? Who wouldn't love to improve their shower experience? Moen's new Inspire shower heads are easy to install and come in three, five, and seven different settings. Users can choose from relaxing and invigorating sprays as well as massage settings. And make sure that dad's or mom's tools stay sharp with the WorkSharp 3000. Its innovative air-cooled dry sharpening system is fast, easy to use, and works every time, sharpening those woodworking and shop tools with precision repeatability. And for the person in your life that loves to save a buck and who doesn't, give them membership to the American Homeowners Association. Members receive discounts on hundreds of home-related products and services. And check this, they get two great tools from Zircon just for signing up for free. For these great ideas and more, visit MoneyPit.com. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this, a $300 credit on this year's taxes? All of those things can be yours with a Ream tankless water heater. A Ream tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Ream tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax, it's Ream. Visit SmarterHotWater.com to learn more. That's SmarterHotWater.com. This 
portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Back with more advice for the hammer and pair. Give us a call right now <laughs> at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Because one caller we talked to this hour is going to win a pretty cool prize. It's the Riker Room Conditioner. It's a ceiling fan that actually heats at the same time. So it can deliver year-round comfort. It's the perfect solution for a room that's always too cold. Or even a three-season room that uh, could use some heat all year long. It's worth 359 bucks. If you want to win it, you got to call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. We're going to give this to one caller to today's program at eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. But you must also have a home improvement question and be willing to ask us. Give us a try. We're not going to scare you away. We're going to help you out. <laughs> and I love it. So many times people will call in and say, "But I want the prize. Isn't that a question? How do I win it?" No, you seriously have to ask us something. We will help you through any home improvement dilemma, and we will give you the answer you need to get the job done. So maybe you're the big prize winner. You've got that room conditioner hanging up in your three-season room, and you're looking outside at that deck all sitting there under the snow. And it's supposed to be a fun, leisure area for you and your family and your friends to enjoy during the outdoor season. However, every spring and fall, you should spend a little time on maintenance and cleaning to maximize its lifespan. First of all, you want to carefully inspect the top, the bottom, and the sides of the deck to see if there are any nails or screws popping up or even missing. If there are, you want to replace them with galvanized or stainless steel deck screws. Then make sure you sand away any splinters. And these are found mostly in high-use areas like the steps and the railings. And keep in mind that corrosive chemicals, they're used in pressure-treated lumber. And those chemicals will tend to leak from screw and nail holes onto those metal fasteners. So you want to be sure to inspect all of your deck's fasteners for any signs of excessive corrosion, which really could compromise the structural integrity of your deck. I mean, we've seen them collapse. Absolutely. And before you replace any damaged or corroded metal fasteners, you want to think about adding a protective waterproof membrane. There are some new high-tech membranes that work really well for this. Grace has one that's called Vicor Deck Protector. You basically put it underneath the metal fasteners and on top of the deck joist, and it gives you really good protection and it avoids corrosion. If you want more tips on how to get your deck ready to go for the winter and make sure it's going to be there next spring, log on to Grace's website at graceathome.com. Or call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Walter in Montana tunes in on KGEZ, and you've got a porch question. What can we answer for you? Well, I have supports on my uh, my deck that uh, support the roof, and they are four sided, and they meet at uh, forty five degree angles. And in the five years the house is built, built now, it's uh, they've separated and split apart, and. Uh, there's white paint showing inside. They're split about one-eighth of an inch on the corners. And I'm wondering how best to fill those and, and how to handle it. So these col- is it, these are columns that are split? Yes, they are. Okay, the wood itself is split? Yeah, the, the, they're composed of four pieces. Okay. And where they join, it's at 45-degree angles. It's okay. very sharp. All right. Well, here, here's what you're going to want to do. First of all, obviously, you're going to have to sand them all down. And then you're going to use a wood filler to fill in all of those gaps. If there's any loose pieces, they need to be secured so that they don't, they're not moving. Once they're sanded down and the filler is applied, all of those gaps are closed, then it's going to be real important that you use an oil-based primer and seal all of the exposed surfaces of those columns. 
Once you're done with the primer, then you could put a finished coat on top of it, which does not have to be oil-based, but I would definitely recommend an oil-based primer to seal it in, and it'll give you some dimensional stability. Sounds good. Terrific. Walter, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now on to a big topic here at the Money Pit, roofing. Lori from Florida, welcome. What can we help you with? One of Florida's homeowner's insurance rates are pardoned upon going through the roof. <laughs> okay. And, and one of the ways you can save on your insurance, and I'm talking about almost cut it in half, is to take a gable roof and change it to a hip. Hip roofs lower your insurance rate. Is that possible, and what do we need to do or contact to go about making this change? Well, it certainly is possible. I mean, a hip roof is a little bit more difficult to build than a gable roof. It's more expensive to build, and that's why um, that's why you see fewer of them out there. Basically, to build a, a hip roof, what you would do is it would probably not be a, a full hip, but the ends of the roof would be sloping upwards. So you, so you would have sort of a, a straight ridge in the middle of it, and it would be coming up on the ends. Does that um, does the hip roof sort of cut wind shears or wind speed? How yeah, is it helpful re- in a hurricane prone because area? Because the, the reason is that uh, when when hurricane wind hits the end of a gable, it looks like a hook that kind of rips the roof right off. But when it's a a hip roof, which is sort of pyramid shaped, mm-hmm. then it sort of washes over the top of it. And so yes, you can build a hip roof and convert it to from a gable roof. Um, it is quite a big project. You know, it's probably several thousand dollars worth of work, but you're going to have to do the cost-benefit analysis in terms of whether or not you can uh, save some money. You know, recoup you know there, it. there may be other hurricane-resistant things that you can do to that house. Have you? Are you sure it's just uh, the hip issue, or or could you have hurricane tie-downs installed and other types of hurricane reinforcement that would lower costs? I'm sure you could. Well, I, you know. Uh I would have to look into that. Uh, one of the, another way is to install uh, hurricane shutters, which are either the accordion type or the fabric cloth mm-hmm. that, that save money. We are thinking about doing that, but there are uh, there are other ways that we are trying to save money. But if it was, well, let me tell you, if it was five thousand dollars to change my roof from gable to hip. I would get that back in what I would save in insurance in probably five or six years. Mm. Well, then it might be that, worth that it. Is, that is much. That's a much a difference yeah. it makes. Do you have a Do you have a uh, a ranch house? One story. Well, you know what? Why don't you get some numbers on it then? Because it, it certainly can be done. It's not terribly complicated for the right person to do that job, but uh, it is going to cost a few thousand probably. And you know what, Lori, while you're at it, since you would be getting a new roof and you'd obviously need a new roofing material, there's several manufacturers who make um, roofing shingles that are hurricane resistant as far as the wind speed that they'll tolerate. Owens Cornings manufactures one of them. You know, many people do it. So it's worth it to look into materials for the roof sheathing that will also benefit. Well, thank you very much. I'll look into that. Definitely. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. We've got Nancy in Iowa who's got a Boeing basement wall. Tell us about what's going on in your basement. What's going on? Well, I have a, a basement wall that's been Boeing, and um, outside behind my house is a about five feet is a retainer wall, so they couldn't use anchor walls because it's all cement. And then I was just wondering how I can solve the solution or, or Okay, leave. let me let me let me play this back so I understand it. So the basement wall is Boeing and then outside the basement wall about five feet away you have a retaining wall? Correct, and it's oh. all cement. And it's all cement in between. Okay. So 
the reason that this basement wall is bowing is probably because there's been water sitting outside in that five-foot area between the retaining wall and the basement uh, exterior wall itself. That water gets in there, and then it freezes, and over the course of the years, it moves the wall a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and causes this bow. Can you give me some indication, Nancy, as to how much bow you have? Are you able to put like a straight edge on it and tell me how far out of plumb it is? Uh, n- n- no, maybe about six inches. The, no the way, really? Is. Six so inches? It's bowing out that much, like a mountain from the wall? Not, well, not quite a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> More like a molehill. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, tr- the trouble is that that basement wall in that area is a living area because it is a duplex. Okay, well... Let me just tell you, this this is a serious problem. If your basement wall is bowing out so far that you perceive it to be six inches, it's probably not, or I think it would have been collapsed by now, but it sounds like it could be pretty serious. Um, this is going to have to be repaired. It, it, there's a couple of ways to repair it. It generally will involve some sort of reinforcement, or it could involve rebuilding the wall. Um, one of the ways that this is done is by um, adding columns between the floor and the and the floor joists above, the floor below and the floor joists above that basically add some reinforcement to that wall so it can't bow in as much. But the first step here is for you, Nancy, to contact a licensed structural engineer because the engineer is going to have to assess the situation and design a repair. It's very important that you do this properly because that engineer's report is going to essentially be the pedigree on this repair. Once the engineer designs it, then you need to hire a contractor to follow the design and make the repair. You don't want to just go to the contractor because contractors are not going to have the professional qualifications in and of their themselves to design a repair. They may have some ideas, mm-hmm. but you need to have it done by an engineer or an architect. And then after the contractor makes the repair, do yourself a favor, have the architect or engineer come back and do an inspection and write a follow-up report. The reason I'm telling you to do this this way is because if you ever want to sell that house, this is something that could become a major problem for you. And uh, if I was the home inspector on that house and I saw that and you had had it fixed and followed our advice and, and had the report, I would tell the buyers no issue. It's been done correctly. But if you didn't have such a report and I just saw some reinforcement up there one way or the other, it would be a big red flag and that house would not sell. So it's got to be done correctly. Do you follow me, Nancy? Correct. Yes. All right. I know it's not what you want to hear, but it's a potentially serious problem if it's bowing in that much. It's got to be. It's got to be dealt with. Okay. So I have to take. I have to take all the drywall and everything out to really see the wall. I can't see. Well, you know, an engineer, if they came in to do an inspection, there's a couple of tools that you can actually sort of poke through there and see behind. One's called a boroscope. Um, So it may not be that they have to rip it off to do the inspection. They may be able to take off a section of it. But clearly, if it's bowing out that much, somebody's got to look at it. You can't just close your eyes to this, Nancy, because... Yeah, you'd rather open it up in a controlled environment rather than have it cave in on you and be potentially hazardous to yourself, your home, and your belongings. Okay. Yep. Act act on it now while you've got the uh, you've got the the benefit of time to do an analysis and make sure it's 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 repaired correctly. Nancy, thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned into the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Hey, are you tired of that chrome all around your house? You know how easily it looks dull and so quickly it shows all of those fingerprints. Well, we are going to help you bring back the shine right after this. You live in a money pit. The Muddy Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. 
Get a $1,000 guarantee that the contractor you hire gets the job done right with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you know, one of the ways that I made my home better, and literally it was because I could not stand cleaning up all of those fingerprints on the chrome faucets in our bathroom upstairs. It was driving me crazy. So when we did our bathroom model, I did the satin sort of nickel finish so that I didn't have to worry about Hoping all Hoping to those avoid. <laughs> Seriously. But you know fingerprints. what? It's got a whole host of other problems. It's water spots, toothpaste not that the toothpaste should be on there, but you know how it goes. So if you're like me and you're constantly cleaning and you find that those chemical cleansers that are so readily available at the stores are just plain giving you a headache, you should try this to clean all of your bathroom chrome. You should make a paste of baking soda and water and then apply it with a soft cloth and then you want to let it dry and then you can go ahead and gently wipe it off and then you are going to find that all of your aluminum and chrome surfaces all around your house are going to sparkle like new and it will save you a ton of money on cleansers, believe me. That is just one of the many, many examples of non-toxic cleaners that we have collected and will be publishing in the next edition of the Money Pit free e-newsletter. Comes to your email inbox every Friday. If you don't get it, sign up now at moneypit.com. 888-666-3974. Let's get back to the phones. Glenn in Texas wants to talk roofs. What can we do for you? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I've been hearing rumors about reflective coatings for uh, uh, roofing in the house, whether liquid or uh, material like uh, insulation type things. Can you help me out on what to do? Uh, it's going to be about six more months, uh, and I'm going to have to re-roof the house. Uh, I was told that I could possibly paint something on the inside of the attic. Uh, I don't know that you could paint something on the inside of the attic, but but um, what kind of roof structure do you have? Is it a, is it a pitched roof? Is it a flat roof? What do you got, Glenn? No, it's pitched. Uh, yes, sir. It's 1950s uh, uh, ranch-style house uh, facing north and south, and uh, uh, therefore the you know the hips are, are east and west. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the type of foil product you're talking about for inside the attic is called a reflective barrier, and um, a reflective barrier basically keeps the heat on the side that you want it to be on. You know when you take tin foil and you put it over a casserole that's come out of the oven to keep the heat in? Mm-hmm. It reflects the heat back down. Well, if you put a reflective barrier in your attic, it keeps the heat out of the attic and makes the attic cooler. Um, I'm not aware that that's available on a paint for some sort of a liquid application, but it's available in more of like a, like a, like a sheet foil type of material. Really? For the outside, for an underlaying... Underneath the, the tar paper? No, but it goes no, it goes in the attic. It does not go on top the attic, of the roof. Okay. In the attic, right. Now, um, the reason I asked you if it was flat is because if you have a flat roof, there is an aluminum paint that's very often applied to flat roofs uh, that does reflect uh, the UV radiation of the sun back out and helps them last longer, but it's not something that you would put on any type of a sloped roof because it doesn't look so hot. Uh, on a, uh, I'm using single... Right now, I'm going to be going to, to dimensional, uh, so the only thing I can do is on the underside. Yeah, you can add a reflective barrier. The other thing, Glenn, to look at, especially in Texas, is make sure you have great ventilation in that roof structure. Take this opportunity to add a ridge vent down the peak of the roof, add soffit vents on the sides so that you have good airflow throughout that roof. That will also help keep the home much cooler. 
Yes, sir. I just did that uh, about three months ago. All righty. Thank you so much, kids. I appreciate it. Love your show. You're welcome, Glenn. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Taking a call now from Hawaii. Aloha, Peggy. What can we help you with? And we're ready to begin a, a new, uh, renovation of our kitchen. Okay. And I want we have a we'll have granite countertops, but I want to do a, uh, some kind of a design on the backsplash with tiles. Okay. And I'm wondering, is there any books available that would help me, you know, figure out a layout of, you know, designs that I could go with? Are you looking for um, smaller tile that's perhaps laid out to create an image, almost like a mosaic, or something that's just a blend of different colors? You know, what is your goal here as far as the look? Well, I've seen a picture in one magazine where when you're standing at the stove, it looks like you're looking out the window at a grape uh, yard. Well, here's an idea. There's a company, um, uh, it's Susan Jablon Mosaics, and it's S-U-S-A-N-J-A-B-L-O-N Mosaics. Look her up online, and what she does is small one-inch by one-inch or three-quarter inch by three-quarter inch, even half-inch square tiles. And you can put in an image, and she will pixelate that image and assign tiles to each color and gradient to make that image up. Then what she does is she mounts all of those tiles on to a faceplate and it all comes to you so that you know exactly where it goes it's on a 12 by 12 sheet you put out your tile adhesive you put the 12 by 12 on there once it sets you peel off that facing and you can have any image that you want there and her prices are not bad at all and there's a ton of choices and it's totally unique and custom for you now would that be her website too susan jablon yeah peggy that website is actually susanjablonmosaics.com all one word and that goes right to her page Peggy, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. David in Kansas, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we help you with? I was wanting to repaint my garage floor. Okay. It has paint on it now, but it, a lot of it's already come off. It's not flaking off now, but it, I didn't know if I had to remove it all or if I could put a product over it. Well, if you put uh, good paint over bad paint, it's still going to pull off. So um, I would say that it's probably going to be a good idea for you to try to get as much of that old paint off as you possibly can. Um, after that, you really should look at some of the new epoxy paints that are specifically designed for garages. Yeah, they go on in a system. There's a color that goes on first. There is even an additive that gives it sort of a speckle texture. And then this resin sort of sealer that goes on top, the epoxy coating. It's done in stages. You can do a garage in an afternoon. It's usually sold in a kit. The prices are right. Come in a ton of colors. And it's very, very durable, specifically for what you need it for, the garage. All right. Well, that answers it. Terrific. David, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now, you know, Tom, I wish I had that problem because yeah. a few years ago, my husband and I were repainting the living room. And, you know, I like to finish everything in one day. And we right. were done with all the stuff. And I took the gallon of trim color, put it on the top shelf in the garage, closed the garage door. You know, this is 11 o'clock at night, half sleepily, home improvement days. Close the garage, hear this ruckus open up the garage the paint can has spilled there's white paint everywhere and my husband starts to like sweep up you know scoop up the paint and i'm right. like why don't we just paint this area white and call it a night <laughs> and that paint has not chipped moved stained, it's been perfect nothing right? it's perfect and it's an interior trim paint and it's stuck hey, there sometimes it all works out <laughs> <laughs> it's a design choice i call it Here's a riddle for you, Leslie. All right, riddle me. How can you save cold, hard cash on your utility bills by actually putting money in the refrigerator? 
<laughs> you got me. I'm going to teach you how to cash in on this energy-saving trick of the trade next. Money Pit. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air high-efficiency air cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air electronic air cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air high-efficiency air cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Hi, I'm Leslie Segretti. And I'm Tom Kreitler with some great holiday gift ideas for the do-it-yourselfer on your holiday shopping list. You know, the Home Depot gift card is the perfect gift for just about anyone. It inspires recipients to start home projects, and 9 out of 10 homeowners already shop at the Home Depot. Gift cards are available from $5 to $5,000. And how about this? Who wouldn't love to improve their shower experience? Moen's new Inspire shower heads are easy to install and come in three, five, and seven different settings. Users can choose from relaxing and invigorating sprays as well as massage settings. And make sure that dad's or mom's tools stay sharp with the WorkSharp 3000. Its innovative air-cooled dry sharpening system is fast, easy to use, and works every time, sharpening those woodworking and shop tools with precision repeatability. And for the person in your life that loves to save a buck and who doesn't, give them membership to the American Homeowners Association. Members receive discounts on hundreds of home-related products and services. And check this, they get two great tools from Zircon just for signing up for free. For these great ideas and more, visit MoneyPit.com. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Ream tankless water heater. A Ream tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Ream tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax, it's Ream. Visit SmarterHotWater.com to learn more. That's SmarterHotWater.com. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories, with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler, and I'm Leslie Segretti. And the number, like Tom said, is one eight 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 Money Pit. And if you give us a call this hour, ask us a home improvement question, and we talk to you on the air with that question. You got to ask a question. You are going to be automatically entered into our random prize drawing because up for grabs this hour, we've got the new Eco Model Riker Room Conditioner, and it's totally cool. It works like a space heater and a ceiling fan all in one. So there are no cords to trip over, no fire hazards, no burn risks for kids or pets. It's great because it puts that heating element right up in the ceiling. You don't have to worry about it at all. you got to be in it to win it, though. Give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Okay, here is an energy-saving tip that will cut down on the cost it takes to run your refrigerator, and it only costs a buck. But you get the buck back, sort of. Here's the trick. (laughs) Most refrigerators lose energy because the seals go bad. They lose their magnetic edge, they get warped, they get twisted, they get dirty, they get grimy, and then they don't seal the refrigerator. How do you tell? Take a dollar bill and close the refrigerator on the dollar bill. If you can pull it out easily, the seal should be replaced because it's not doing its job. It's as simple as that. It'll cost you a buck, but you can stick it back in your pocket when you're done. Hey, do you have a question about saving energy in your house? It is leaky wallet season. We're paying those high heating costs right now. Pick up the phone and call us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Who's next? We've got Jackie in Tennessee who's got a fireplace project. What are you working on? Uh, we have about a maybe 50-year-old home that has a standard brick fireplace. Okay. And we added a gas insert that's smaller than the hole, and so we had some brick, additional brick a mason added some additional brick on, you know, to fit the insert, and it looks great structurally, but the color doesn't match and the mortar doesn't match. It, do we have any option to make that naturally look, look more natural and blend in? Is there a way to use watercolors or stain rather than just paint? Um, what, what sort of difference are you seeing? Is it just that the grout is more dark in the older parts and the brick just has sort of like a brownish agey glow or is it's, it's, um, noticeably different. It's a gray grout versus a tan, but we didn't worry about it at the time because we just assumed we were going to paint, but the new brick of course is a different color. We got as close as we could, but it's more of a red brick versus a Mesa, you know, Western looking desert color and it just doesn't match at all it would be difficult to strategically stain that grout wouldn't it even if you tried an acid stain or or uh, something like that now we do have a wooden mantle that we are putting that will cover the seam where the connection is so uh you know we're fine with just painting if that is our best option is there anything special we need to do or kind of paint or well first try this do you have any extra of the new bricks kicking around yes Okay, take one of the extra ones, get something from the home center called an aging glaze. And that basically is a quart. I know Ralph Lauren has one. Um, Bear makes one. There's a ton of different vendors that sell specifically something called aging glaze. Then you mix into that or you can mix in a little dish on the side. You don't have to commit to the entire quart with a color. Pick a tone in that brownish Mesa family that would mix into that aging glaze because the aging glaze is, is sort of clear and just helps loosen the paint and make it stick in a way in places where corners would wear and tear. Okay. And mix in you know a couple of different colors that you think might help achieve that brick transition. Okay. And try it on those extra bricks until you find something something that sort of ages it. For the grout, you know, you could have tinted the grout or chose a grout at the time yeah. of install. At this mm-hmm. point, you know, is it too late at this point to use a grout tint? 
Um, maybe not. Uh, I would if look you... into grout tints. I would also, if you can, if you've got a little bit of the extra grout kicking around, you know, smear some on a brick, let it solidify, and then work with it in the same way with a, not a watercolor, but a latex paint with okay. the aging glaze, something okay. that will help it just to try. Because you do I would have hate... about a foot of wood that will separate the new brick from the old, so it does doesn't have a very close transition and there's only about four inches of the new brick that are going to show so Mm -hmm. that's good yeah because i personally i hate painted brick yeah yeah but jackie the good news is if it doesn't work out you can always paint Mm -hmm. okay it's like at least try i really appreciate it you're welcome thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and we have got a lot more great home improvement advice coming up, including what you might do if you're thinking about getting a spare fridge and keeping it in the garage. You know, a lot of Americans do it. People buy things in bulk. We love to have a lot of stuff on hand. But is it a good idea? We're going to tell you the ups and downs of it next. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We have tips. We have tricks. We have advice. We have mottos, like don't run with a chainsaw. (laughs) All kinds of great information you get out of this show (laughs) if you call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. And if you can't call us, because perhaps you're a bit shy... You can always go to our website at moneypit.com and click on Ask Tom and Leslie, just like one of our readers of the AOL blog did. Yeah, this person writes, um, I adore your radio show. I didn't add that. It actually is in there. And it says, I listen as often as I can. Please help me with this question. I'm planning on purchasing an additional refrigerator to put in my garage. I do a great deal of entertaining. I've been told that I cannot do so as the garage is not insulated and my appliance will not work properly. Is this correct? Many of my friends have done this and they don't have a problem. Yeah, well, that's not as much of a problem, though, because the normal indoor temperature range of about 60 to 100 degrees is fine for a refrigerator but since garage temps can run between like zero and 100 Mm -hmm. and because the freezer is set to come on only when the refrigerator is working what's going to happen is it can actually warm your frozen food causing it to thaw and spoil interesting so they're really not designed to be used in a garage so i guess it kind of depends on how warm your garage stays in the winter. If uh, if it doesn't get too dramatically different than the outside, you may be able to get along with it. Now, that being said, there are special refrigerators that are designed to work in a garage. I know that Whirlpool makes one as part of that, uh, that's a garage furniture uh, um, cabinetry uh, uh, gladiator system, mm-hmm. it's called. And, and I know that that's specifically designed for a garage, but unless you have one that's built like that, uh, it's probably not a good idea. 
Hmm. Well, that is good to know. And you probably saved her a ton of money on wasted foods. And I assume it's a girl because she's entertaining, but that's just me. <laughs> All right. We've got one here. That from, is so sexist. I know. I'm sorry. Josh in Ogden, Utah writes, I want to insulate my old 1892 Victorian home, but there's no attic space. I have four inches between the lath and plaster and the roof. I bought some cellulose to blow in, but I'm worried about ventilation and mold. It sure can get cold in there. And I had a gas bill one month last winter of 500 bucks. Help. Well, I think if you have an 1892 Victorian, ventilation is not something you need to worry yes, about, Josh. Seriously. Uh, drafts are us with a house of that age. And so adding more insulation is a wise thing to do. Uh, in your part of the country, I would expect that you'd like to have probably 12 to 15 inches of insulation. Now, if you are so fortunate to have a soffit vents, just make sure that the cellulose does not cover those. You don't block your vents. If you have good intake vents and, say, some vents around the ridge, you will be good to go. Yeah, gosh, you know, those older homes, I have one, you've got one, Tom. It's the newer homes you need to worry about venting because, or insulation or drafts because with our homes from our generation of houses, there is so many drafts coming through, so you're in good shape, Josh. This is the Money Vet Home Improvement Radio Show, and that's just about all the time we have this hour. But the conversation continues online at moneypit.com. And if we didn't get to your question, remember you can call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Our screeners are always standing by live and in person. We are awful to work for. We never let them go home. to take your home improvement question and we'll call you back the next time we're in the studio. Or you can always email us your question to helpme at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Money Pit.